I might be from a farm, but it'll take more than a barbed wire fence to keep me contained. <laughs> Just like in Utah, these peaks are white and slippery when wet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tyler. And I'm Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. Twunks. <laughs> and by twunks, we mean fat bears. Yeah, and I don't By fat think... bears, we mean pudgy white men who are gay. I don't think we could be considered twinks. Not at all. I don't know if I've ever been considered a twink. I never have. Someone called me an otter once, and I was like, I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to be called an animal. <laughs> A bear especially, they're very aggressive. Actually, I don't know. The moms are aggressive, but I'm not female. And they're docile, I feel like, most of the time. Maybe that's not true. I think I'd want to be a fish. <laughs> yeah, a fishy queen. But maybe a hairy fish. Which is really what an, an otter. otter is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the reason we named it Privileged Twinks is because, as we'll get into in this episode, um... Jen Shaw liked a, or commented on something on Instagram that called Brooks a privileged twink, and he obviously... I believe it was a white privileged twink. I think so. White privileged twink. Which is all true. He's white. He is privileged. I don't know if he's a twink, but... I mean, I guess... Are we saying that if he identifies? I How sensitive like... are we being to this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because it appears in all visual, auditory, and intellectual cues that he is of the homosexual persuasion. However, he has not specifically said one way or the other. To oh, yeah. Much. We'll so get into therefore, that. Do we call him a twink? Do you know. have to be gay to be a twink? I think so. Okay. I mean, I guess it, it's like in the gay community. Yeah. I feel like when it comes from a not straight person, <clears throat> it is rude. It's often derogatory, so I don't like that. Yeah, that's true. But inside the community, like, a twink is fine. Like, you know, Jen's, I feel. Jen's probably one of those people that are like, I'm a gay man in a woman's body. <laughs> is she? Yeah. She's like, I, someone gave me permission to say twink. We'll get to it later. Okay. So in this podcast, we're going to be recapping and giving our thoughts on season two of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, the surprise yeah. Housewives series. I did not think it was going to be good, but it's quite delicious. And we actually, like, <laughs> just started watching it, uh, like, three days ago, the first season. Mm -hmm. And we binged all of it. And in that time period, we fell in love with all these characters and decided to make characters. a podcast about it. <laughs> these characters who are written clearly, no. No, I, these characters of human beings. Yeah. So, before we start on this mm -hmm. new season, do you want to talk about, like, things we liked from last season or, like, iconic moments? Anything you want to bring up? Yeah. No, I mean, we should. I don't think... I don't really have a list of iconic moments. I feel like the first season totally, obviously, revolved around Jen Shaw's moments. Her icon... I guess you could call them iconic uh -huh. at this point. Um, but everything just kind of twirled around that. I know at the beginning there's like, a little beef between Heather and Lisa, but then everything just got overshadowed by the shawnanigans. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I wrote some down and then I realized they were like literally all just Jen. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, re okay. But I think from the first season, what I found, let, let me just go through them. <laughs> Heather was a surprise, like for me, I didn't think she was, I don't know, like the whole... I thought she might be kind of boring at first. Yeah, like, like Teddy. sad, divorce. Oh no, Teddy was okay. That's <laughs> no, weird. I'm just kidding. I was just quoting, uh, quoting. I Sutton. know. Uh, anyways, um, 
I thought I didn't I didn't think the way she turned out was gonna be how the trans. So I was surprised by that. Just and that's not like one moment, just all of the things she said. I feel like she really was very like vulnerable on the show. Yeah. Kind of like a drag race blah wife. Yeah. <laughs> drag race where they're like, you know, if you're able to be vulnerable, people will really resonate with you. And I feel like that's what Heather did. Rihanna. Yes, Rihanna resonated. <laughs> um She had her character arc for sure yeah. on the first season. It, we watched it so fast. I'm trying to think of it. I'm like, it's all kind of blurry. I think Jen throwing the glass is probably the most iconic. I mean, like, throwing a glass and breaking it fully inside of a top golf is just insane. Yeah, and they repeated it so many times in the flashbacks. Yeah, and then her son, what like, covering say? his mouth. <laughs> 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 what did she say? Don't talk about Mary! <laughs> oh, yeah. Mary, Mary, her trigger that's not her trigger, apparently... Mary is the real queen. Not the real queen, maybe. Okay, that might be a stretch. But I feel very impressed by Mary being hardly present and yet present at all times. <laughs> like, she did, she missed so many things. And yeah. then, yeah, she was still relevant the entire season. Yeah, and then the reunion, she was, she like, full circle came back into it all. And I really loved her moment with, in the church with, I mean, I know at this point, Whitney's dad's not, like, we don't know. But yeah. that moment in the church where it was very, like, Accepting and loving him was nice. That yeah. was a memorable moment. I loved the moment in the church where she called that guy fat. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you've gained too much weight and the drummer... But that was the thing. I didn't understand with the drummer. She said he was healthy. Was she being nice to him? No, I she think she, ca- like, she called two people healthy. in her congregation fat, fat in like the span of five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked... Well, I didn't like when her... She was like, this is my cousin who also cleans my house. And they were, like, dancing together a little bit. And then she's like, we are not close. <laughs> she did, like, make a point of it. Yeah. But it's also, like, it's her family. I, I don't know. Like, most people aren't close with, like, she said it was her grandma's brother's grandchild. So they would be, like, third cousins, maybe. I'm not, I don't know any of my third cousins personally, so yeah. I don't think it's weird in that sense. It just but, seems like insensitive for a pastor to be like, yeah. this is my housekeeper, we are not close. Oh. <laughs> like it's just, I don't know, it's just weird, cousin or not. Okay, we have to talk about Brooks's iconic fashion show, quote unquote. <laughs> I mean, I get what Meredith was saying. It is, you know, the fact that he did anything, you know, saved his money created anything i mean that is an accomplishment yeah but but when you do think of fashion show you you do think you're gonna get more than one item i mean like put it on instagram like promote it like you've made this product but that doesn't mean that you've made a fashion line um okay the last thing i want to bring up maybe i'm just thinking of like moments that stick out to me a lot but whitney's dad's hair i loved it (laughs) i no 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 (laughs) And somebody asked if it was wig. I was like, I knew that was no, a wig. No, that you was see that his part in the back. And I listen. You knew it was a wig. No, no, no. Oh, okay. You knew. I'm it saying was. people asked if it was a wig, and I was like, no. You can clearly see the part in the back. I uh, actually like it. There's plenty of old people who just do the same thing, yeah. and their hair is white or gray, and it's balding or whatever, and they just do the whatever. And he did the most. Well, and okay. I appreciate that. But what I was gonna say is the iconic weird thing that sticks out to me about it is one he did do the most two 
Andy like literally was interviewing Whitney and Whitney's like, I haven't talked to him. Like probably he's on a bad path again. <laughs> right. And then he was like, well, before I let you go, Whitney, was his hair a wig? Like I was like, <laughs> why did you have to say it like that? I feel like he didn't do a great job of this. Uh, we are not reunion. about, no, 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 no. We are not doing a show where we badmouth Andy Cohen. Okay. I'm not saying that, but he like fully, <laughs> I mean, we can't, well, but he that's was like not... coming for Mary about like her church being a cult and all this stuff and just like kept talking about Mary. They weren't talking about her church being, he asked one question, but I mean, he was like pinpointing on Mary for like a long time and nobody else was talking and it just mm. felt like an interrogation. Oh, interesting. All right. Let's get into this week's episode. Mm-hmm. So obviously it starts out with a very insane, um, scene where they're all in a party bus <laughs> outside oh, of yeah. um, Beauty Lab. And laser. And laser. Plus laser. Um, <laughs> so they're on this party bus and this is like just a preview of what we're to, to see on the, the season. Juice, the meat and bones. And at first I was like, are we just getting right into it? Is this how the season starts? But <laughs> no. <laughs> preview. <yeah. clears throat> um, they did the same thing in Hell, uh, Beverly Hills. I know, but this one seemed, that one was kind of like a compilation, and then this mm. one was like one, one moment day. that kind of started. Jen's like, everything seems normal, and then Jen's like, turn my mic off. Turn off my mic. Yeah, and I wonder then, what he said on the phone, because... Right. Or who It makes you think, phone. did they, yeah, and did they Stu? know, maybe Stu, did they know it was coming? Did they have, a, were there, you know, was there a smoke signal before that they kind of had an idea, and then she was kind of, you know... Also, it was she just... didn't look that. Sh- it wasn't like, oh my god! It wasn't like shocked. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And things came out like she was like posting like glam on her Instagram story like seconds before, or like the day of. Yeah. So like it seemed like she didn't know it was coming that day at least. Right, 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 right. Maybe she knew it was coming eventually. I don't. Yeah, I know. She handled. I mean, she was very calm about it from the clips. So that's. Yeah. I mean, that could be a good thing, but also just like a good character trait, like calm under pressure. But it also seems like, did you suspect something? Prepare for this. Yeah. 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 But also, she was. (laughs) They made it so dramatic. Like, I don't know if it was for the show, but like multiple police officers and a helicopter, all for this one HSI. I don't know. I was like, what is this Aquanel? The feds. The feds. <laughs> That's all they kept saying. But then I loved when uh, uh, Heather just is like, oh my god, you guys, what if she's on the run? <laughs> like, like she just fled the scene. <laughs> like, it was just so funny. <laughs> Could you imagine Shaw and Stu Chains? She's in those like heels that they showed her stepping out of the car uh, in in that uh, one episode. Uh, <laughs> the first season. Yeah. <clears throat> all the glitz and glam behind um, hiding and, the mountains and then so uh, later in the car I guess they still go to the party or whatever because <laughs> later they're all driving in the party bus but without Jen yeah and well then, they didn't know at that point right but I get I mean there's like police everywhere oh wait right, right, you're right she got like basically got arrested in front of them and then they still go party or whatever they go do yeah uh, but well, I don't know if they see her get arrested. I think they know that somebody's looking for her. Yeah. And then Whitney uh, goes, she's like reading a news article and she's like, oh, Jen and Stu were charged for stealing people's money. Fraud. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of crazy how like quick it comes out like the day of on the bus. Yeah. <clears throat> they're getting the news. So we have that to look forward to at some point. It is kind of giving me, I was going to say this, Beverly Hills vibes. This season of Beverly Hills vibes. 
Right. Because two big names getting... Or two big personality. Well, I don't know. Erica's not like a huge personality, but she's a big member of the show. Yeah. Uh, One of the main yeah, six yeah, yeah, or seven yeah. cast members of a show is getting mm-hmm. like seriously in high impact. Let's say that. It's not as dramatic <clears throat> mm-hmm. as Jim, but oh, yeah. high impact um, cast members getting yes. into legal woes. And she like, it seems like later in the season, people are going to be like, am I involved? Like doing like very similar to the story oh, of the yeah. Hills. Small town girl. <laughs> Small town vibes. <laughs> or what? <laughs> what? Okay, so then they're like, okay, blah, 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 rewind, and it's the start of the actual season. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the intros? Do you remember them? No. Oh, Mary's is the best. Well. Mary's is very, like, already the best? people are repeating it a lot. Yeah. yeah. She says, if you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. Yeah. Which is a very big threat. <laughs> it is. I'm, well, um, okay, Lisa's, I kind of liked Lisa's, I love myself enough for the both of us. So she's <laughs> like... That was good. I yeah, mean, it's like she's that. calling back to what everybody said about her, talk mm-hmm. shit about her last season. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I, that's one thing I do love about Miss Lisa Barlow. And you kind of she's like... got the confidence. Jenny's. Huh? Even though I kind of thought it was generic. What did she say? I don't remember it. She said, I have plenty of everything, including opinions. Yes, I like that. Because it just she's new on the show, which means sometimes people come into the housewives and they're very. I mean, and who knows what we're gonna get from her? But mm-hmm. sometimes people come in and they're very. They don't know what to expect. They're docile. They kind of get lost in the shuffle. And that statement sounds like because they make these later on after the. I think after they film them is if I know correctly mm-hmm. to kind of encapsulate like part of their season. Mm-hmm. And so that just says I think she's gonna share her opinions, which I'm excited because sometimes people get on there and they're quiet and they get overshadowed. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really show too much of her in this episode, so we'll see as yes. it gets going. Yeah. Um, and you also said you really liked Heather's, even though I thought it was kind of boring. What was it? I was raised Mormon, but now I'm raising a glass of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All, all things. It is kind of basic, but... <laughs> I do like it. I think it's very Heather. It's, you know, she's... Yeah. That's her... It's her journey. She's just like, I was Mormon. Now I drink. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is very that. But, you know, Champagne's celebratory. She's... I think Heather needs to celebrate herself and her wins. Yeah. No, I agree. I love Heather. But it was just funny. (laughs) Yes. All right. So then we get to the new Shaw Chalet. (laughs) <laughs> Which I was surprised they didn't call the Chalet. Right. That's a missed opportunity. A huge missed opportunity. I know. I'm like, you call everything Shaw amazing, but yeah. you can't do Shaw, come up with Chalet. But yeah. anyways, okay. So Lisa comes over to Jen's new house. Jen says the last six months have been really yeah, rough Yeah, because she reveals that they almost got divorced. Yeah. She's like, the divorce papers came, or the divorce lawyer came to my house or something mm. like that. Which is wild. But then she's like, Lisa's like, why? And she says... Oh, for all the other reasons. <laughs> like, all the reasons people hate the same me on behavior. The show. Yeah. yeah, same behavior. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's a lot to, I mean, it's a lot to put up with, friend or husband. Yeah, especially if it was direct. I mean, who knows what exactly happened. But yeah. Um, I he's do very feel... level headed. Well, at least he appears that way on the show. So mm-hmm. he was, pre- I mean, the way she worded it was very like he was saying, like, I'm not good for you anymore for whatever reason. So. Yeah. I do feel like she seems a little more self aware this season. Like, yeah. even that statement, like, well, you know how I am. <laughs> like, Yeah. 
I don't get the sense from the first episode that she's... Because I felt like at the reunion, she was very... Maybe coming to a realization that, like... You know, because she was like had that crying moment at the mm-hmm. end where she's like, "I'm sorry to everyone." You know, where she kind of, mm-hmm. right or wrong, the way you handled it, the way you reacted to things, kind of escalated things, and, and even things her worse. big blow up on the. But I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like the some from this first episode that she's actually grown that much. I don't know. Maybe she'll surprise. Yeah, but I was like, it feels very familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I mean, we didn't obviously get a giant blow-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way she's talking about things... Yeah, but the, but at the end, I don't know what they were talking about, but she says, I haven't gone to jail yet. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just like perfect soundbite for them to get. Oh my god. Alright, so then we go to Meredith's new house, which mm. I think Can we talk is... about how much I love Meredith? I, I yeah. think they brought somebody on to be like a voice of I I think in the cast you have to have somebody who's not geared toward the dramatics somebody who can like dial it down when other people are dragging it up mm-hmm. but I just love Meredith she is a queen yeah. also I love right across the eyes right here beautiful her face is beautiful you called like, her a Tweety Bird last night no her pink <laughs> her pink look she's got like a lot of highlighter or not highlighter like white yeah like, it was lightened across the eyes, so it's very, like, Tweety Bird. It almost made me but feel so like cute. maybe Brooks did it. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Maybe she did it, had to do it by herself, though, or something. It looked I mean, it very didn't look bad. Di- it didn't look bad, but it looked very different. It was a Luke, yeah. and I liked it. Okay. You liked the Tweety Bird Luke. Yes. Okay, I liked her house. Oh, yeah, the new so house was much. stunning. So the views beautiful. are stunning. The cabinets were so good. Mm, the cabinets. In the kitchen. <laughs> the they were like really big. The view is nice. The windows are huge. I love... That's another thing about this show. I'm very surprised by the mountains in Utah. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I literally wrote down like these mountains are insane. Yeah, it's insane. But also, like, is her jewelry business doing that well? Like, what does her husband do exactly? Like, he owns businesses... She said he takes over dying businesses. Yeah. Restart. I okay. I'm interested though because I what was it? There's a movie about this where like when business is back, somebody comes in and they fire everybody and it's kind mm-hmm. of like hell. But then they restructure it. I don't know if that's what he does or not. Oh, kitchen Her nightmares. Ju- oh. <laughs> Her jewelry is very, um, from what I've seen, nice and also very expensive. So I imagine she makes a lot of money. Yeah, but I looked at the follower count. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> Just made me a little curious. But I mean, I know she makes money from the show too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're rich somehow, but her house is just really pretty. But it is nice. they keep showing the like Park City sign. Like mm-hmm. every time they go to anybody's house, I'm like, this should be real housewives of Park City at this point. Yeah, but they always do the, ha- the big name. Like Beverly Hills isn't in Beverly Hills. That's true. But that's just the iconic name. Like nobody knows Park City, but everybody knows Salt Lake. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we get this cute dog in a feather sweater, which mm-hmm. I like the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog kept getting on the table. Oh, Like yeah. our dog. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, Heather comes over to the house. Mm-hmm. And right away, <laughs> right away, Meredith's like, can I get you some champagne? And then she just pours Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> Texas champagne. All right. So, not too much, like, really happens here. But I do kind of, like, just find the Seth drama kind of boring. Like, I don't really care about him. But there's not really any drama. From last season. Oh. Like, basically all they talk about is, like, to make sure that the that their marriage is fine. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. 
I mean, I care. I care that I'm glad that her marriage is fine, but they, I don't really care about Jane good. Yeah. Seth, yeah. The, that storyline very much. Yeah. Oh, also, they already like have shown like 20 flashbacks at this point, which you had said. I was saying the first season seemed really fast paced, and you were like, "Well, they have no they have no flashbacks to go back on." So, yeah. And I really realized that like half of this episode was flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they that have before. a foundation now. I think the interesting thing about this scene was that they're showing the closeness because mm-hmm. I don't think there was this episode last year. I didn't really get the sense where Meredith hung out one on one with anybody, or like even in sure. a small group. And then we're starting off this one with her being with Heather and Whitney. Mm-hmm. Which kind which of is, builds on to... And of course they're setting it up with right. Jane and Lisa versus Meredith, Whitney and Heather. Or right. I, at least in the first episode, so. And Mary. Oh yeah, and Mary. Was she? Oh yeah, Mary was there. Not, she wasn't there yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the house it was just Heather and her. But right. they go to that igloo thing later. I know, but then they brought up Whitney. Okay, so then we see Whitney in her house. And right off the bat she's wearing a Brooks Marks tracksuit. Which... We like. We love. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah buy one, but they're $150? Uh, yeah, 75 also, per half, right? girl, that was almost 2019. Like, come up with a new one. <laughs> Actually, it was 2019. Yeah. I because mean, Sundance didn't have the thing mushroom is, is like, Yeah, the thing is, is a lot of people make repetitive products and they make money off of them, so why not him? Yeah, but, but it my is thought is if I was on the show and I knew I was going to be having a fashion show... If I wanted to be a fashion designer and I had this big platform, like, I would purposefully make new products and, like, market it on my Instagram and everything, but literally his only products are still the tracksuit, if you go to his website. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. This seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah. I mean, they're not ugly. He's also... They're pretty I mean, he's also very young. Like, I don't think he's... He's 22 or probably 23 now. Okay, That's almost my age. Yeah. Mm, Okay. One thing that I didn't like from the first season was they kept talking about him like a child. And I was like, he's not yeah, he's a baby. He's like a full... He's not even like recently graduated. He's like a full adult. Yeah. But in the sense of business and like knowing what you're doing, like he is still inexperienced. So... I, I know. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have like... You know, maybe... You know, a 21-year-old might not think about the fact that he's going to be on TV and this is a big platform. Yeah. Some do, some don't. Yeah, I, I don't agree. blame him for not. We get introduced right away to Whitney's stepsons and her other son Brooks, which mm-hmm. is funny that they have the same name. Yeah. Um, and we didn't. All the Brooks are in Utah. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. The Brooks and Valleys. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so apparently she has these three stepsons that are almost her age. Right. Um, and I mean, I feel like they all are pretty hot, actually. <laughs> the, yes. The the dark beard one, I was like, he's hot, hot. You like the one guy's locks. Yes. He had nice hair. I liked it. Okay. And so then they do the Shotsky. The Brooks Marks tracksuit is fully on at this point, doing okay. the Shotsky. Mm-hmm. And uh, she literally says, I think I'm a role model because I take shots with my kids. But that's not... Okay. <laughs> but that's not what she said. She it said, is what she said. But she, she meant it more like you uh, can... Play hard. Work hard, play hard. I think she meant... Play hard, work harder. She can show that she, you know, for these younger people, that you can still have fun and put a lot of, invest a lot of your time and energy into doing something that you want to do. Yeah, I agree. And she's feeling her oats about it. She is a woman. She's out here making money, doing business, and getting wasted. Yeah. And then the editing, it might be... (laughs) 
Might be the editing, but immediately she drops the cake. Yes. Three. <laughs> I cannot believe how many times she dropped it. Okay, three, she dropped it. Times. I love that she's just kind of alone with this thing and a uh, camera person just like filming her yeah. on the floor, picking up a cake, putting it back together. She goes outside. The lighter is sticking out of the cake <laughs> as if it's a candle. <laughs> and then she drops the, it again. The third drop was the best. The third drop was, was the outside drop, right? Right. Fully wrecked. Just give up on it. I like that they were all, like, funny about it. Yeah. I mean, clearly, I'm sure she didn't, like, make that with love. Or okay, did, but like... also, could you imagine the pressure of, like, having dropped a cake, being a little tipsy, <laughs> dropping the cake, and there's a camera in your face, <laughs> so you're trying to scoop it up? When she dropped it the third time, we were screaming. Like, <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, it was hilarious. All right, so then we move immediately into Mary, who drives up. To her church in a Land Rover, brand mm-hmm. new, looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she says she hasn't had an in-person congregation because of COVID. She's been talking to her mannequins. Yes, she's been talking to her mannequins. Mm-hmm. But she got somebody to do her hair well, which is... Yeah, she said... She looked she good. Was... She came in looking good. Yeah, she said we're not doing a repeat. She said, you guys brought that up in the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> we are not doing it again. <laughs> Um, but I wrote, oh no, not her talking to her mannequins, <laughs> because I just know she's going around this, like, very rich, hoardery house, just putting everything in different places and talking to the mannequins about where they're going. Mm. I don't think, I think, I, I think it's fine. I think it's funny. I think I would do this. I think you if would If I lived it. alone. You do it now. You don't live alone. Oh yeah, true, 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 true yeah. <laughs> You know, sometimes it's very therapeutic. If you are the type of person that feels bottled up, just talk to the wall, talk to something, because you get a lot. I mean, sometimes you just need to say things. Yeah. And when you say them, you feel better about them. And sometimes you kind of lead yourself to the water. You know what I mean? You you have a stream of thoughts, and letting it out leads you to where you need to be. So it's not yeah. a bad thing. No, I feel you. Um, okay, so the reason she's alone is because Robert Jr. was stuck in Florida mm-hmm. for six months. Scared of traveling, right, right. Very, uh, relatable for us. A lot of a call. Because we were in Florida, all of quarantine. Okay, so she is starting a religious podcast. Yeah. We see this. Mm-hmm. So right away she, like, <laughs> starts the podcast, and then this man... Do we know who these men are that are doing it with her? No, but it looked like one of them that said later that she calls herself God, so I'm very... <gasps> Wasn't that when? Him? Remember at the end, the previews, and they were like, "Does she call herself God?" Yes. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I thought it was the same guy that was at her podcast thing. Probably. Okay, so they start the podcast, and she's mm-hmm. like, "This guy just starts." He's like, "Let's start in a prayer," and he's like, getting really into it, and like, he's like, "Lord," he... oh. no, no, and no, then no, she's no. like, "Stop." Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like okay, my takeaway from that, what or what I felt was that she was doing, he was doing like that performative, yeah, prayer. And she was saying, do it with more feeling. Arguably, you could say they're both kind of performative, but hers is a different style. Yeah. And she might, I don't know. It, you know, who knows? I, I get that. Is. And you're right. I mean, his was very, like... Hello, God. Yeah. She was like, them. no, 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 we pray by crying. Yeah, I was going to say, no, we pray by Mary cr- praying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, so she's like, this is my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I took it a little bit. <laughs> she said, keep it simple, honey, and cry a little bit. And then when they show her, they show the portrait behind her of her grandma and Jesus again. <laughs> I lo- Okay, I also loved when, um, during the reunion, when Robert Sr. called her mama. He said, I was 22 when I married mama. 
Oh yeah. Which I think that's really funny. Mom, though. Yeah, but it's also really funny because like they don't like the whole incest, you know, because he wasn't old enough to be her grandpa and he wasn't her biological grandpa. So calling yeah. her grandpa, grandpa fucker or whatever, yeah, isn't really accurate. But he also called his wife mama. <laughs> I mean, also technically, is, like he's her grandpa. He's her step grandpa. So calling her grandpa fucker by is, marriage. I mean, yeah. I just mean. Okay, so then I just thought it was funny. She says, uh, Lord, help these children who get lost in their money. And like <laughs> two seconds later, she's literally talking to her money. <laughs> like, Wait, she talking to her she's money? talking to all the things that money bought her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, think, I just thought it was kind of a funny thing. Mm-hmm. It seems like she's just frustrated with her kids' relationship to money. Because she, yeah. I think, grew up wealthy too, but maybe her experience, like being, I don't know, being one generation, like when. I, of course, I don't know. Maybe her grandma... It sounds to me like her her grandma made the money yeah. for everybody. And so, coming up with a family member who has the money but didn't grow up with it, you kind of maybe get a different experience than her son who's coming up and now it's everybody in his family and all the generations related are kind of well off in the, his direct... You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, Dear Lord, let my kids stop buying his girlfriend Prada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, they didn't mention that at all. I wonder if they broke up. Probably. Okay, so then we have like her most iconic thing that everyone who I know has watched the show has talked about where she said, I don't trust human beings. Oh. <laughs> like, not like she literally says she doesn't trust any other person. <laughs> I like how she's in the business of uh, religion, though. Yeah. Which is very much. About saving people. I just do not trust people. Well, she don't trust nobody. I mean, I don't blame her, though. <laughs> I don't blame her for trusting zero human beings. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the end of the day. All right, so next we have Jenny's... Can life. I just say before we move on, Mary, okay. Mary was like the dark horse. Not, it's a dark horse, right? I didn't think I was going to like her. But then towards the end of the first season... And then especially after the reunion, I was like, Mary is, you know, I really like Mary. And so I hope this season is kind to her, but... I only hope it's kind to her if she can be kind. Because for a pastor, she is mean. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> I like when Lisa tried to bring it up and she's like, don't bring up my church. And I was like, girl, I mean, she's just calling out your shit. So next we get Jenny's introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, our very first introduction to her, she she's a... Uh, Playing piano with her daughter. Right. And then Lisa comes over. Mm. With Lady Slayer, Jack. <laughs> Stop. I don't know if you guys caught it, but in the first season, they had I'm to... sure everybody caught that. I, yeah, but they, like, fully did not mention it because on the show. Because she's a child. Uh, That's true. You can't really talk about it. Yeah. I just thought it was it funny. It was funny. It they was had funny. to write... On the first season, they had to write... They wrote out their goals... And he wrote his goals, and at the end he signed it, Lady Slayer Jack. <laughs> Which is funny. Or maybe that was his goal. But, like, the kid, remember the first The kid wrote Lady Slayer on it. No, 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 the young one bringing up porn. Oh, yeah. And having triplets. He's, he was very, like, <laughs> reproductive. <laughs> he did say he wanted to have... T- his main goal was to have triplets, and he's eight. It was a long, a stretch goal. I think, I mean, maybe they're just, like don't talk about it so much that they read it on the internet and they just feel like they have to, they want to talk about it because the family doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, so we get Lisa. 
coming into Jenny's place, and they're like longtime friends. They've mm-hmm. like had a baby at the same time, mm-hmm. or both babies at the same time. Yeah. Um, okay. bellies. So, do you think that they brought in Jenny to kind of like have somebody else in Lisa's corner? Because if Ooh. Meredith isn't in it, if Jen's out of the season, yeah, yeah, well, I guess they didn't probably didn't know Jen was out of the season. They but. wouldn't have known about Jen, but it does make sense because if they're getting the sense that Jen and Lisa are going to be on one side, maybe they bring in somebody else. But also, this is something I don't know how they do it. I'm not very familiar with casting, but they did with Beverly Hills. Like Kyle is in TV production. She they, originally it was going to be a different show, and then it became The Housewives, and she kind of reg- and I think Atlanta was kind of similar. They did casting, but I think Nene or somebody was involved in like recommending people. It sounds like Lisa, who was mm-hmm. in marketing and maybe production of some sort, was involved in getting the show started. Yeah, because she recommended Heather. Right. And so maybe opinion. she's, you know, and their cast is kind of like different shows have different cast sizes and it kind of yo-yos. But mm-hmm. sometimes there's like eight people. So their show is kind of... Yeah. Well, and they can't just be, like, full-on strangers, either. Like... Right. Well, I wouldn't think putting eight strangers in a room or at dinner would really make for great television. Right. And I think it's smart when you say that maybe the producers were like, okay, we're in a situation where maybe Lisa, who is influential in casting the show, doesn't have a ton of people in her corner, so let's bring somebody on that she knows to spice it up. Yeah. Which also, I kind of like that this is a very, like, a divert... Because even, like... It's a diverse cast. There's mm-hmm. religiously and ethnically. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many viewpoints happening, which is mm-hmm. nice. I mean, it could be... I mean, you, I think you can argue, always argue it could be more diverse, but, mm-hmm. you know. And it's this, interesting to get in these In comparison viewpoints. to other franchises, this one's, like, you're getting a lot. Yeah, and you're getting these viewpoints from people who live in Utah. Like, mm-hmm. in a, like, hyper, like, bubble of, I'm sure, whiteness and racism probably toward them. Yes. I just mean, it's like, a, it's like interesting to hear them have these conversations and be like, you would not get it because you're a white person in Utah. Right. Like, and yeah. making them have that conversation exactly. in the reunion. Even if it wasn't super productive in the reunion, like, it is nice to see. Mm-hmm. She yeah. also is 45. And she looks 25 to yeah, me. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah. It's insane how young she looks. Mm-hmm. Also that she came over on a boat from Vietnam. Like, her whole story was just like, I thought she was, like, a 25-year-old pretty girl. And she's like, I'm 45. I lived in Vietnam. I came over here. I had to smuggle on a boat. refugee camp. Like, it's camp. crazy. A Thai refugee camp after being caught by pirates. Yeah. It is pretty wild. Um, so then they show her husband, Dewey. I thought he was kind of hot when they first showed him. She did not. And she did not. <laughs> she did not. She literally said, when I first met my husband, I thought he was hot. From the, the neck, neck down. down. Yeah. I was like, damn, bro, you just called, you just said you thought your husband's face was ugly right when you met she him. She was not holding back. <laughs> and that's really, like, all we kind of get from this, but I do think that was, like, a funny line to have. But also, okay, but as an opener of saying what to expect, she obviously does not mind saying what is on her mind. Mm-hmm. When it's on her mind, regardless of maybe how it impacts other people, because she don't, she all give a... Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think there's not too much to go on, but, uh, I mean, she's, like, there when the arrest happens and everything, so we'll see how much she, like, gets It sounds like she's gonna get involved, honey. Yeah. Miss Opinions, honey. She's got all the opinions, honey. So, speaking of the arrest, we're back to the Shaw Chalet. The Chalet. And we meet the iconic aunt. 
With the bionic, bionic legs. legs. yeah. The hospital smell ant. Mm. <laughs> um, the whole family, really. Yeah, my first thought was like, who are these people? Because they didn't, they introduced her wow. and they introduced the mom, but there's like a million kids running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she has a big family and they showed the photos of her, you know, when she was younger, which I thought was cool. Of Jen when she was younger? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also I was kind of like, she said she hasn't had any plastic surgery, and I was like, girl. But I don't think she has. I think she just has filler in her cheeks and her lips. Her face looks like... Okay. You think that's... Well... <laughs> I don't maybe, know. It maybe just looks it, a little uh, bit like more than just some filler in the Oh, lips. okay. Well, maybe it requires further evaluation, but... Yeah. I can see how maybe it's just plumped everywhere. Also, she she's like, Reefy, which is her son, is turning 27, and she's like, I think. <laughs> I don't blame her for that, because I sometimes... Forget my age. Yeah. I have to do the math. But when I saw him, literally the only thing I could think of is him covering his mouth from the glass throwing in the first yes. season. I was like, I mean, oh, that's, that's him. Iconic. Yeah. That's pretty much like all. I think they only showed that part because they were like, oh, we're going to have the ant with the bionic legs. I don't know. I think it's showing how like family's important and how foreshadowing is, is like this whole thing with Jen legally is going to be a big wave in their family yeah well also when i i I wonder if they're going to show more of it when i had fully heard about it i thought like that it was her and sharif like similar to like i guess i was just thinking like maybe he was in on the business or whatever Mm -hmm. and then i realized she said her and Stu, which is her assistant which means her and her just like main assistant are just like scheming seemingly yeah if it's i don't know what it is i can look up exactly what it is okay they were both charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing mm. and one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering, which the money laundering could get them 20 years. Yeah, that's bad. Um, but the telemarketing one was like targeting old people. Yeah. So not good stuff. Yeah, it does not make you look good to take advantage of the elderly. Right. So, I mean, we'll see what comes of that, and I'm sure... Like, they'll explain it more, or, like, things will probably come up because it's happening right now. Yeah. Because she's just on bail right now. That's why she's out of jail and on the season, which is crazy. I'm sure the show's wrapped. Is it wrapped by this point? I don't know. I'm sure it's wrapped, but they might not have done the reunion yet. Yeah. Okay, so now we move on to the igloo restaurant scene. So Heather, Mary, Whitney, and Meredith show up to this igloo restaurant. Mm-hmm. And my... At first, I... Whitney's hair is great. Whitney's hair is great. Mm-hmm. Meredith looks stunning. Meredith looks so good. And in her Mary's little interview... Mary's hair looks great. Her interview thing with like this like blue uh, knit shirt with a little cutout on the boobs. Looks good. Mm-hmm. With the straight hair. Yes. Um, okay, so they showed her this igloo. My thought was like... <laughs> Salt Lake has some like, cool looking little restaurants. Oh, yeah. This show does make me want to go. Yeah, the I agree. The scenery is Guajana. Gorgiana. Mm-hmm. I mean, it reminds me of a lot of places in America. So it's like, yeah. okay, well, I know what that is, and it'll probably be fine. And then on top of that, you have all this gorgeous yeah. nature. But when we watched um, that one Netflix show that was in Salt Lake City, they didn't really like show the city. They only showed the homes they were working on. Right, right, right. And this is kind of like, oh, there's looks like some cool places there. Mm-hmm. But also... They're a show with a lot of money, so they're probably going to the coolest of cool places, but... Okay, so then Heather... I don't know, they went to that spa up in the middle of the <laughs> But I think that was, like, a trick. They were like, let's all go to a spa, and then they, like, knew Jen would hate it. I'm sure Whitney didn't choose to go to that spa. Yeah. I'm sure the production was like, we're gonna drive you all to a spa, and then they show up, and it looks like that. Yeah, 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 okay. 
Okay, anyway. But also, I would love that spa. <laughs> like, have, I wouldn't I'm want not the about, bathtub one. I, mean, I would want I'd, the natural rock one. Yeah, the, yeah. Na- the outside one was nice with the water flowing. Like, that's cool, but the bathtub was not the tea for me. This is a little rusty. So, at the restaurant, Heather <laughs> orders meatballs <laughs> on a stick. Or something like that. And then she's like, this and we'll have sense. five appetizers and a Reuben. Two Reubens. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody brings up her meat lollipop obsession. And it makes me feel like maybe I'm in the same boat as Heather because it doesn't strike <laughs> me as anything odd. No, I don't think it's odd. I think it's funny. I just think it's funny that like the very first, one of the I first mean, I didn't even notice it. She orders except, okay. meatballs. Yeah, but I did notice, it, what was that episode where she was like... Don't let them take the burgers or the chicken lollipops or whatever. I was like, what's a chicken lollipop? I know. It's like a cake pop. But it was really funny that she was like, don't let them take it. (laughs) And I relate to that. I don't think I've ever had like a chicken ball on a stick. I I definitely have not. Chicken nuggets or flat balls, really. So the thing is just a chicken nugget on a stick? A chicken ball on a stick would be like a chicken nugget that's circular on a stick. I did think it was funny when she was like, I know if I don't order for the table, I'll be sharing a salad with Whitney. And I was like, girl. Tea. Tea. So, right away we learn Meredith's father has died. Mm. Which is kind of crazy how many of their dads died this year. Yeah. Like, four of the six died in, like, a year. Mm-hmm. It was really, I don't know, it reminded me, when she was talking about it, it reminded me, it made me sad, because it, I've watched my mom lose a parent. Yeah. And how she struggled with it after, even on, like, the anniversary, because my maternal grandmother died close to Mother's Day. So Mother's Day is now a reminder mm-hmm. to my mom that her mom's like, I don't know. It was very sad. It makes me think of, uh, like, every time Jen's like, it's been a year, it's an anniversary, like, I think of that. Mm-hmm. Like, she is, like, actually hurting really bad, even if she puts on this exterior. Yeah. Um, and her way of coping with it is, like, not the best, but I do think of that. Like, there, that is a huge impact. Right. Like, that date. That's such a huge year. And I think, I don't know, maybe being... You know, losing... So if your parents are lucky to live, you know, into their 80s or 90s. And so, you know, and they have kids around the average age. In their 20s and 30s. So, you know, you have kids... Your kids are, like, 50s and 60s. But, like, you've lived a long life and they've gone there so long with having their parent around. Yeah. And then now that person's gone. Uh-huh. And... I don't know. That's got to be rough. You've known somebody your whole life and not just like your whole life is long. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like you think of these people as like 48 years old and they're, well, I don't know how old Meredith is, but the Jen said she was 48 and she like mm-hmm. losing a parent. It's like, oh, it's, they're older. So like you expect it, but like, no, that's not how life works. Yeah. And um, also I think it makes you just confront your own like, you know, because yeah, because also now you're like, okay, you, they have kids and one day that's going to be them with their kids. Mm. And also, you know, they're closer to that than they are not. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Death in a family is always something to remind you that life is fleeting. Yeah. And yeah. It also just makes you think like Meredith is so put together. <laughs> like she's literally, mm-hmm. I don't know. They didn't really say like how long it had been since she died, but. It no, sound, she said April. It sound like recent when they were filming. She said April. Oh no no no! Mary and Heather's dads died, died in, in April. April. Meredith. And it would have had to said been after it on that. the show. Yeah, yeah. It my dad like just April. died, and they showed her yeah. crying with her husband. So it was like recent. 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 Right, 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 right. Um, I mean, you, they didn't say their relationship, but still, I always appreciate somebody too that can be on a show 
that's about drama and kind of participate in it, but also keep it together. Yeah. Which she does very well. But it also makes me wonder, like, it, it kind of, like, brings it out, brings it, like, out of reality for me, like, mm-hmm. that these women are very close, but, like, none of them, even Lisa didn't know her dad died. Like, it makes me think, like, okay, they're not as close as they seem on the show. Yeah. Like, you would tell, well, maybe they made them wait for the camera or whatever, but they obviously didn't go to the funeral it, or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's COVID, too, so... That's yeah, true. Yeah. It just kind of makes me think, oh, right, there's still people on a show. <laughs> They're not at this restaurant because they want to be catching up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and I was just going to say, Mary, like, is like, did we bless the food yet? And Heather's kind of like, ugh. But then Mary says, like, let's bless, like, Meredith and her family. It was, like, very sweet. Yeah, yeah. It made me be like, okay, Mary is a good person sometimes. <laughs> like... She has people's best interests in mind, I think, a lot more than they made it on the first show. Right. Yeah, I think she got a bad rap her first season. Yeah. Well, she didn't have the... I feel like they didn't have that much, um, like, interaction with a lot of the other girls. Mm -hmm. And so the the ones that she did, like, they kind of had to fill it with just, like, her craziest moments from her being alone, I'm sure. Yeah. And I also appreciate Mary's facial expressions. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. If you open your eyes, if you open your eyes at me like that, like how can like like what? <laughs> that's funny. All I'm right, it so, may, Mayhem Miller. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It reminds me of Mayhem Miller. Yeah. Except hers is like just her opening her eyes just looks like Mayhem Miller already. Yeah. <laughs> Without her trying to be some type of boy. Okay, so we find out that uh, Heather hasn't talked to Lisa or Jen since the reunion. Not well. Lisa's not shocking. Jen really isn't shocking either because they were the way they were talking on the reunion was very like we're friends but we're mm-hmm. working through things but then like the words were but like the way they were acting was very not friendly. But later in the season, uh, later in this episode when they do the like preview for the rest of the season, Heather's like fully on Jen's side even if she's like blindly like following, which makes me think either maybe yeah. they get a little closer again or something. But I was kind of well, shocked. Well, and the real key is that Heather is actually loyal, whereas Jen wants loyalty but isn't always. We find out that Jen has <laughs> reposted people calling Heather a racist on her Instagram story, which is just wild. Yeah. Um and so obviously Heather is kind of like feeling a certain type of way about that because yeah. like Jen is basically endorsing that she's a racist. Yeah. Well, and then Mary also says that she got it first, you know. Right. Which she did. Right. But also Mary might have said some questionable shit. <laughs> we don't know. that None of that was on camera. Mm-hmm. All right. So Meredith says that the actual issue, or like she's kind of piggybacking off of what Heather was saying and says that Jen has been commenting and liking homophobic posts about Brooks. Yeah. Which, I don't know if they're super homophobic, mm-hmm. but, I mean, they definitely are pointed. Yes. And there's a reason she's doing it. Yes. She obviously feels some type of way about the whole... Okay, this, I think, stems from season one, where she's doing the kicks in their house, and, you know, the kids see the vagine. hmm Jen's vagine. Clearly, Jen is at, like, a very lonely place point in her life and she just wants to have like a sleep and she's already been through a lot and now on top of it she's having to deal with like nudity issues personally i think it's a little like people have their opinions about i don't know to me body parts are body parts you know you should you be exposed to things all the time and no but also 
it's a vagina. And as a, I mean, we're assuming at this point that Brooks is gay. Not straight. Or at least not straight. And Chloe's a girl. I mean, I don't really think a vulva should send you into hysterics. I think Like, Brooks, I don't think you need to leave the house just because of that. Yeah. I think Brooks is just kind of a, like, a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, Debbie Downer a little bit in the first season. Like, he's a little bit, like... Which maybe, you know, he's... I kind of feel for him. I do, too. Because, you know, homegirl is a queen. He might be closeted in And Utah. you grew up in an environment, in a religion, and in a community, mm-hmm. in a state... That isn't the friendliest mm-hmm. to people of our persuasion. And, but I, so I could see how, you know, he's in a, a lot of people have, who are gay or not, I queer, I should say, not straight, can be negative or have exterior personality a traits that or, are harsh because yeah. they've grown up in a harsh environment internally. Yeah. So also, I don't really I kind of feel like. He had his little moment on the first season. Like, they gave him a lot of screen time. Yeah. And maybe in his mind, he was like, I'm being funny bitchy. Or something like that. And just kind of came off as negative, too. True. That could have been the case. Also, I mean, they were kind of like, in the first episode, they didn't have... Or, like, the second episode, they didn't have too much drama yet. Mm -hmm. So this kind of, like, made drama between Lisa... Or between um, Meredith and Jen. Yeah. I mean, you, you never know. She, they could have been like, make this a bigger deal than it was. The producers or whatever. No, I think it's a big <clears> deal <throat> between, because... No, I mean, they could have told going on to make it a bigger deal oh. about the vagina. Oh. I don't know. I don't think that's something that Jen should have to defend so much. You know, I, she, I don't think she... She didn't purposely... She just got her feelings hurt that they didn't yeah, want to hang out with People her. keep talking about it, and it's kind of embarrassing, and I don't, she didn't mean to do it, yeah. I'm sure. And then on top of that, to have, like... For your friends to say, oh, my kids had to go somewhere because they saw your vagina, it's like, that's embarrassing. Yeah. But also, then that's why I'm like, okay, don't embarrass somebody. Like, it's just a body part. Like, she wasn't, like, trying to shove your head into it. Yeah. Like, you just saw something when, you know what I mean? It made, yeah. I'm sure she didn't think she was exposing herself. Yeah. Well, all that aside, so, she yeah. basically comments on this thing on Instagram. <clears throat> it says, frankly, I don't understand the praise and hype because I see nothing more than a privileged twink. And she was he getting praise and hype? I guess people love him. Oh, interesting. I just didn't think like my perception of him from the first season. It wasn't exactly positive. Like I right. empathize and I feel, but I think it was kind of rough. Okay. Well, anyway, somebody <laughs> is saying that yeah. they think he is getting a lot of hype, but he's a privileged twink. And Jen commented, "I agree mm-hmm. with this one hundred. Yeah, that's why Mary or yeah. that's why she Meredith. I mean, she shouldn't have done that." Because right. even if you think it, that's your friend's child. Like, it's right. only going to come back. And, and yes, he might only house. be 20, or might be, like, grown-ish. But he is a privileged white train. Well, he's privileged <laughs> and white. They didn't say white in this one. You keep thinking that. She called him white privileged later. Okay. But he is those things. Yeah. I Yeah, I mean, I agree with those, but it sounds like there was more to it. They showed other screenshots, and it sounds like they think that Jen is, like, purposely going after him. Whether it's homophobic or what. Yeah. She's, like, clearly doing this to get something out of them. Yeah. So, then Meredith says um, that he hasn't spoken to Jen about his sexuality, so why is she bringing it up? Which is true. She also says that he hasn't even spoken to her about his sexuality, really. So why are we assuming? But. Yeah. This is the the long side. The long butt. (laughs) I don't know. You know... There, I have met people who are straight who, you know, maybe don't come that off way as first. Or maybe, 
you know, maybe they're something not fully, but they're not, you yeah. know, they're living a life that that's fine. Whatever. You can get into the nuances of everything. Yeah. But I think we can both agree that Brooks Marks does not strike us as right. someone straddling <laughs> on, you know. However, <laughs> I mean, but I also But we're not here to say, we're not here to say anybody's right. label, because he may be... Right. Maybe that's what he wants to be. And or maybe he's I mean, straight, or maybe he's bi, or like, who knows? He he's also not was on this big it. platform. I mean, like, lots of people watch The Housewives. Yeah, but then let's... No matter what, I'm, you, yeah. no matter what he portrays on there, mm. if he doesn't want to talk about his sexuality on there, then he shouldn't have to. And Jen yeah, is okay, kind of making okay, it okay, about okay, okay. that. But, and I feel like, okay, I do feel like I'm defending her a lot. Because I'm all, I love Meredith, and I agree, like, I understand totally why she's mad at her. But when people say things about, like, that, as far as talking about somebody, you know, maybe she is assuming, but I don't think it's, it's not, I don't blame Jen for assuming, because he is very gay presenting. Yeah. We'll say it that way. And it's normal for people to talk about, like, if, you know, like, when you're a kid, and or, like, when people have kids and they're, um, they get together and they're like, oh, what if our kids are a boyfriend and girlfriend together first, yeah. you know, when they get older, I mean, I... You know, like, it's normal for people to talk about, yeah. like, their the other kids and relationships and stuff like that. So, yeah. for a grown woman to come over and talk about your kid, like, it's not out of the ordinary. And yeah. she, maybe she just assumed the gay aspect because he's very gay yeah. presenting. Well, she, I mean, she is, ta- she's liking things that are negative about him, whether it's... No, 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 I meant from season one. Oh, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and I think that too. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, even if he, even if a lot of people think that he is one way or another, Mm. like, it's still something like, Meredith's right, like, if he doesn't want to talk about it on this giant show, then he doesn't have to talk about it. And she is kind of like making it be talked about. Okay, yeah. So that was like the big thing. That's why we named our podcast Privileged Twinks, because... Well, we were just trying to come up with a name, and we're two gay guys, so it just fits, even though we're not twinks. <laughs> at all. Not even remotely. At all. I mean, I'm tall. Yeah. But then, no. And old. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Even if I was a twink, it would have expired. What do, tw- what do twinks turn into when they get older? That's exactly what Pandora Box was talking about. Oh, interesting. She doesn't know. Yeah. Whitney then brings up this good point to Meredith. They kind of, like, s- switch to the gin... And Lisa friendship, even though Jen's been doing these things about Brooks. Yeah. Um, Whitney brings up this good point to Meredith. She says, like, how would she feel if Jen came after... How would Lisa feel? Yeah. If Jen came after Lisa's kids and Lady then... Lady Slayer. M- yes, Lady Slayer and triplets. Uh, <laughs> and what if what if Jen came after that Lisa's kids and then Meredith went and was best friends with Jen still? Right. Like, how would Fair Lisa points. feel? Fair exactly. Um, and this is where, at this well, point... Well, more importantly, how would Jen feel? Because Jen is the yeah. most hostile... Family! ...about family. Yeah. Yeah. So really, and again, another example of how, you know, she doesn't practice what she preaches most yeah. of the time. And it's at this point that you decide to say that you thought Heather's bottom lip was too filled. <gasps> <laughs> I really love Heather. She's one of my favorite characters, but I... Or characters. Favorite cast members. Yeah. But... Well, maybe she just had recently gotten it filled. I, yeah, I don't know. And then it went down later. Because it, norm- it doesn't normally look too big. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so then immediately after all this, we we go straight into Brooks baking bread. Oh, I loved this. Yeah, this and it looked so good when it, it came out. It makes me like Brooks more, that he's a bread baker. 
Well, during I quarantine. Too, I'm breaking. Baking of breads. Yeah. Challah. Also, challah is so good. Yeah. We, like, I. He was obviously performing for the camera. From a bakery. That he didn't know how to braid. Yeah, he was like, how do I do this? And he, like, did it perfectly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was making a gay joke. Because all gays know how to braid. Oh, true. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Uh, but not really. Wow. I, <laughs> I, was always, I was always the one braiding my cousin's hair, though. Okay, so then the Barlows come over for family dinner with Meredith. Um, and Lisa walks in and immediately, <laughs> she's like, he's, like, shy <laughs> about Jack. Didn't say anything because they just got there. Oh, okay. That reminds me of also of season one where Mary was very awkward with Robert Sr. being on the reunion and saying he was shy. And remember that? That was very weird to yes. me. I was like, it was uncomfortable. But yeah. Yeah. I he's, get, sorry. he's shy. Yeah. He's literally on a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So Lisa says that she feels like she's not close with Meredith now. I Did think she it was say in that? a confessional. Yeah. She says it right oh, when they walk in the door. I didn't even. That didn't. Or maybe they said to each other's face. They were, like, on the couch talking. And then the dog was getting on the table again. Yeah. And they really got into it. Yeah. So, Lisa says she thinks Meredith should give Jen a chance. Yeah. And Meredith says she needs to apologize to her family. Right. Which is funny. That's true. Well, it's funny because of everything Jen said last season about her family. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, and it's weird that Lisa's pushing so hard for it. Yeah. I, yeah, it is. It just is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's like, they do go into, like... Lisa was never that close with Jen. So why is it like all of a sudden she's the one that's like getting all the defense? Right. And that's why Meredith was like, if this was your kid, would you feel the same? Yeah. And Lisa literally says, I know my choosing to be friends with Jen hurts you. But if she makes an honest apology to you and Brooks, would you be okay? Would you be okay? I don't know. At that point, I feel like the damage is too far done. Like you're doing all this thing publicly on your thing that has... Hundreds of I thousands mean, of followers. The difference is She knows is that, what she's doing. The difference is, is that you're on a show, so sometimes I think people do things maybe they wouldn't do in their personal life because they're already doing things associating with people and speaking about things they wouldn't normally do in their life because yeah. of the show. Yeah. So maybe you would, but on the flip side, I don't know. She's... Even if you're on a show, somebody talking about your kid like that... Openly on their... Especially hypocritically. Big, big platform. Like their Instagram. I don't know. I don't think there's really anything. But then, I don't know. Stranger things have happened on Housewives. Yeah. False people well, then Meredith life, says so. she needs to apologize to my family. So, it seems like maybe mm-hmm. she would get over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she says, I fully respect somebody's feelings, but you can't use it as an excuse to mistreat other people, which is what she's done for a year. Which I fully think is like, hits the nail on the head. Yeah. She's literally like... Uh, using everything else in her life as an excuse for going off and ruining relationships. Right. <laughs> She's like, I'm hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. You're still being a wrecking ball, so doesn't forgive you for that. Yeah. And then she says, Jennifer Shaw has an unwarranted vendetta against my family. Yeah. She also, okay, multiple people said Jennifer this episode, which nobody yep. said in the first season. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. You were like, they've called her Jennifer twice, which almost feels like when your mom is like, Tyler Lee. Like, calls you by your full name. Oh. Well, like, they're mad. never said that to you. No, no. When, like, your hypothetical mom says your full name, you know you're, like, in trouble. Right. <laughs> My mom's at, never said that. You looked at me and you're like, <laughs> when your mom's like, Tyler Lee. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like Lisa in this whole moment is just kind of, like, weird. She's just kind of like, well, yeah. Like, just taking her aside for no reason. Like, I don't understand the reason. What was the reason? Exactly. Yeah, I don't get it. 
I mean, and then maybe, she, okay, maybe Lisa did feel really isolated. I mean, after, I'm sure she did. But she was still good with Meredith, so I don't understand why she, like, it doesn't really pan that she was, like, looking for somebody in the cast that she could really buddy with to for the show's purpose. Yeah. And then she says, she starts, like, comparing, like, Heather and, uh... Lisa are like Jen and Meredith and which is like not a comparison at all because Heather really didn't say anything negative about her family online or anything like that. Right. And so then I don't remember if it was in the confessional but Meredith says um there's a very big difference to you comparing me and Jen to you and Heather not knowing each other in college. Yeah. <laughs> which is just spot on. T-T-T. Meredith is coming in like hot and good this season like yeah. Good TV, but also a good portrayal of herself and, like, maintaining her self-image. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so Lisa is, like, not taking accountability of Jen's behavior toward Brooks, like, at all. Right. And, like, Meredith is, like, is it, saying, is like... Is it gay you... diminishing? Like, it's not real... Like, maybe they don't view it as a real problem because, you know, he's doing something sinful anyways. Maybe. I mean, I feel like Lisa always kind of has that undertone a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she's, like... Li- but she, like... Meredith is trying to bring it up, and Lisa just, like, doesn't mention it at all. Like, it didn't happen. And it does make you think, does Lisa feel like it's justified? Yeah. Because she doesn't agree with Brooks's behavior either. hmm Okay, so then that was kind of, like, the end of the episode. But then we get the, like, coming up on this season on. Yes. And there's, like, some pretty crazy stuff. It starts, like, kind of light. Like, Whitney's, like, burning a lantern that she's like, someone call the police or something. Yeah. And then... Two of them have, like, dildos on their head for no reason. Yeah, Heather and Jen. Heather and Jen. And then we see Meredith yelling at Lisa. So we know that's to come. Mm-hmm. So that's something Not fun surprising. to look forward to. Yeah. And then there seems to be this whole big thing about Mary's church being a cult. Yes. Or Mary being Which a cult Which is fascinating. Leader. The whole she calls herself God thing I'm interested in. What's happening? I mean, it is kind of, like, wild that all these people, like... Like, she is so rich and has all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And is not... I mean, it's kind of portrayed herself as mean on the last season. You know, she still has all these people following her. Like, it does feel kind of cult leadery. But... The pattern of other cult leaders, It's, it's more that, like, I think maybe when she's in the church environment, she is, like, in the actual service. She's very... She does what she's supposed to do. Like, loving and or whatever. I feel that. But at the same time, I feel like it would be hard to watch that on TV and still be like, oh... I didn't really think she was mean, though. So, there we have a difference of a opinion. Well, your perception of her has changed in the last three days. But I didn't think she was mean the first season. I just didn't know if I liked her. Like She just said rude comments, which I wouldn't expect a pastor to say, especially on TV. I did think... You're right. I did think some of the things I was like, this doesn't seem... Although she... I don't know. Because they didn't show Robert Sr. preaching. I was like, is Mary the... And they kept saying first lady, but I was like, is she the pastor? So, I was thinking she was, but... Right. I don't think she does. I've never heard the term first lady for a church person. I mean, I have, but I didn't really equate it to like, because they didn't show anybody else. I didn't, I was like, is Mary the pastor? And it was her grandma's church. I was like, is she the pastor? But I think they just own it. And obviously Robert Sr. He called her his equal and his co-pastor, but I don't know if she actually like. Oh, I forgot about that. I don't think, I don't know if she actually does, which would be fine. I mean, if she does sermons, I, you know, but in the first season I was like, how are you going to be a pastor and be on that show? It's kind of weird. Some people, like, some churches don't allow women to be pastors still. Right. So maybe it's one of those situations. Like, basically it's Mm -hmm. her church, but she's not the head. I don't know, head pastor. I don't know how it works. Right. I don't know either. Okay, so then we move on to more of the Jen situation that we're going to see in the future. And somebody says, wire fraud and money laundering. 
and who knows what. And then <laughs> Whitney says, it looks like you had something to do with Jen being indicted. And they don't show exactly who she said that to. But when you rewatch it, it pretty much shows everybody on her side of the table except Jen and Meredith. And she wouldn't be saying it to Jen. Mm-hmm. Which means she's saying it to Meredith. Uh-huh. Probably. Unless there's just really good editing. Right. But why would... Whit- Whitney was right next... Whit- Heather was seems, right next to Whitney. Yeah, yeah, it just would seem weird that Whitney's like... I don't know what happens to make it be like, oh, if somebody committed a crime, you shouldn't have said something. But maybe she's not... Maybe... You know you know how it is in these, like, heat of the moment when somebody's, like, maybe, like, kind of, like, shying away in the background, and then even if they're your friend, they're like, I mean, we're seeing this in Beverly Hills right now. Like, even the people that are friends are like, that's not what you said last night. So yeah. something like... If they maybe see Meredith kind of, like, sheeping away from it, then they might be like, it seems like you called him. And it makes it feel like... I mean, like, then they show... But what the... I'm sorry, that's, like, the ultimate revenge. Right. He's <laughs> like, you talk shit about my family, I called the feds on your ass, bitch. I mean, I hope that's exactly how it plays out. <laughs> I think that would be juicy. Excellent TV, yes. yes. Of course, darling. Yes. Okay, so then we see Meredith crying. Mm. And then we see uh, Jen calls Meredith a fraud, <laughs> which is just Ironic. so funny. Yeah. And then Meredith says, who's calling who a fraud? Bye, baby. Yeah, baby. So can't wait for all after, of that. After she says, oh, okay. Also, another iconic. I don't know if it's iconic from in general, but from the show, it's her saying that she's disengaging. I'm at oh, yeah. disengaging. Did Meredith say that again? In the, in? Yeah, she's, yes. <laughs> Yeah. She loves to disengage. Yeah. She says, I've been to therapy and I'm going to let you know it. I mean, I kind of like it. Like, sometimes I appreciate that she can just be like, you know what? This is not productive. I'm going to walk away from it and mm. like feel like she's done with the whole thing. Yeah. But still make good TV. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when I'm like, when I want to walk away from something, I'm like, no, there's more I have to say. <laughs> like, I can never just like leave it at that. Where she says, you're not going to tell me how I can be friends with it. I'm leaving. Yeah. She's like, this is not productive. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. All right. So that was the episode. Mm-hmm. What, do you have any, like, thoughts on what you hope to see this season? Hope to see? No. I'm very thrilled. Okay, maybe not. I hope, okay, I'm hopeful that Jenny is going to be exciting mm-hmm. and just kind of come in and do her thing. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to learn more about her. Um, I hope Heather continues her, I feel like Heather realized she has a lot of insecurities and damage, trauma mm-hmm. from the way she grew up, so I'm hopeful that she continues to overcome those things. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I didn't mention this, but in the end, they do show Heather, like, taking up for Jen, like, post-arrest. Which yeah. could come to bite her in the ass if they're all, like, she literally yeah. committed fraud. Well, and like, I she was not think... only... Yeah. It's not speculated. She's the arrested and on bail for it. Yeah. I just think Heather is the actual most loyal person. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because she hasn't... You know, damaged people are, like, really kind. People with yeah. the, who are the most kind and have the biggest hearts have taken the most pain a mm-hmm. lot of times. And I think Heather's taken a lot of pain. Yeah. And, um... But I hope she, you know, continues to realize her self-worth. Jen, I was... I was... Prior to the episode, I... Or, you know, I was saying... If I hadn't known about Jen's legal issues, I would say I hope Jen continues to become better at... Maybe still being feisty, but learning when to be, like, being feisty in the right moments for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, she did kind of just pop off way too many times for no reason yeah, last season. Yeah, yeah, But, I mean, obviously her, the season's just going to be her trying to deal with the legal stuff. Right. Um, Lisa, you know, I don't really, 
okay, whatever. You know, maybe, I don't know. I don't really I'm care okay with Lisa's whatever happens line. there, right? <laughs> I kind of hope she gets what's mm. coming to her. No, I wouldn't say that necessarily. <laughs> I mean, she does provide entertainment for the show. She's like a counterpoint. I I hope that Meredith, that. like, like I hope that Meredith and her kind of like come to a head. And that Meredith I, mean, I think wins. they will. Um, yeah. <laughs> well. And then, I don't know. I Mary, I'm interested. In, well, I again, the previews make it seem like we're going to dive into the religious cult thing. So I'm interested for that. Yeah. Um, she might be, like, maybe not the main drama again, but they'll be like, but she might be in a cult. <laughs> yeah. But I still hope we get to see more, because, you know, the first season, her time was a little limited, so I Yeah, because she wasn't on, like, invited, or didn't go to yeah. a lot of things. Mary is a unique individual. A unique, pers- like, experience yeah. individual, and she says weird shit sometimes, and it's like, I'm here for it. Yeah. And Whitney is just like, I just want, like, she's like that character that I'm just like, I want her to be my friend, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. she's there because she's, like, relatable. She's gonna, like, sometimes bring the drama, but mostly I just watch her because I like her, and I like her life. Yeah. She's not overly, like, bitchy. She has, like, she's willing to display flaws. Mm-hmm. But the producers seem to be able to get her to say things. But she still stands in up for crazy herself. moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's good for TV. Yeah. yeah. But I think overall, like this episode, like not even that much happened in it, and like what we're seeing is like they just have like such a great cast of people that no matter what they're doing, if they're like talking about a podcast or dropping cakes or whatever, like you're gonna watch it. Like it's this episode was so good, even yeah. though like nothing really happened. Yes. Agreed. So. Agreed. We can only hope for that in the following episodes this season. We will see. We're going to be trying to do this. Well, we're going to be doing this every week um, and posting it as soon as we can get it up after the episode airs. So look out for that. Um, And we'll see you next week. Bye.